How do you sort out the so-called jargon from real-world practices that work? Do the members of your organization find some business or technology advice utterly confusing? Welcome to Real Talk with Sam Holzman. In this program, we set the record straight and in terms that business people and technology people can understand. Now, here is your host, Sam Holzman. Welcome to this edition of Real Talk. I'm Sam Holzman, and uh, this particular uh, podcast, I'm going to summarize an article that I saw uh, mid-June titled, Eight Famous Analytics in AI Disasters. And at the end of this uh, short broadcast, I'm going to add a ninth, because I think they forgot one. And so, uh, not to be too humorous here, but it's kind of fascinating, as you'll see in just a moment. There is a theme here on these disasters that I hope people are picking up, but maybe not. So let's go over to the article. Uh, very nicely done, by the way. A very nice article. And, and basically, uh, let me summarize the end of my podcast and the beginning. Um, Understanding your data and what it's telling you is important. But it's also uh, important to understand the tools, how your data was created, and what this thing is all about when it comes to AI. And that was part of this article. Let's start off with uh, the first disaster they talk about in this article, uh, which is... uh, a term that has been introduced out here for the concept of these AI engines making mistakes. Uh, Please notice the term that I use, mistakes, Uh, but of course the AI universe, uh, ChatGTP, calls it hallucinations, hallucinations. Uh, And one of the famous uh, recent hallucinations uh, was with a uh, 30-plus year practicing attorney uh, that decided to use uh, uh, ChatGTP to do some research on a case that uh, this individual was working on. And to uh, summarize what's going on here, uh, this individual is in hot water and possibly facing disbarment because the uh, ChatGTP AI engine decided to hallucinate a bunch of references and documents uh, and case studies that this attorney used to back up their claims. And to summarize, it was all made up, nothing. Zero, nada, was, ap- uh, was even closely uh, to be accurate. And, of course, uh, in, uh, in June of 2023, uh, this attorney is facing possible sanctions because what he submitted was false information, uh, which uh, was found out by uh, the other parties. Uh, number two, these AI algorithms that are being trained, of course, uh, one of the great predictions that was being tried to be made in the, quote, early days of new AI, because, of course, AI has been around since 1956, but the more recent stuff uh, happens to be uh, about the COVID-19. And uh, a lot of organizations tried to figure out how to use machine learning and artificial intelligence to figure out what was going on with COVID-19 and and help hospitals and and patients uh, do their work uh, a, a little faster. Uh, In summary, in this article, it says these tools made little to no difference in the diagnostics, unfortunately. And uh, even more unfortunate for some of these patients, uh, there was a number of failures uh, in the information that was coming out. 
And when some uh, back research was done, in other words, some uh, post-research was done on what was going on here, uh, mislabeled data and data from unknown sources uh, was the major culprit. Number three, uh, Zillow. Uh, Zillow decided to go into the uh, home remodeling business, of course, well outside of what they did initially. Uh, and uh, this was back in 2021. Uh, they had to wind down this operation, what was called Zero Offers, where they were buying uh, these houses and then trying to rehab and, and resell them. And uh, basically, they bought 27,000 homes through the Zillow Offers uh, piece of software they built and sold 17,000. So 10,000 were left in inventory, if I can use that phrase. And uh, not only did they uh, cut about 2,000 employees at about the same time, but they totally uh, disbanded uh, that operation uh, and lost approximately $300 million. The United Kingdom lost thousands of COVID cases. Uh, this one is not an AI disaster, but you got to know your tools. And the tools that they were using... Uh, my voice is smiling if you can't uh, figure that out. Uh, they were using Excel. And if you haven't figured out the tools that you're using, and Excel is just one example, uh, each tool has limitations. And uh, sometimes those limitations uh, are obvious to people, and sometimes they're not. In the case of uh, uh, Excel, uh, Excel has uh, a little over 16,000 columns um, and uh, a little over a million rows. And if you exceed that number, uh, things go a little wackadoodle. Uh, that's a technical term, by the way. And uh, things just sort of like uh, disappear. <laughs> and uh, when you're trying to build understanding uh, using this quote tool, uh, that was exceeded in the U.K., now, some of you may say, well, Sam, yeah, that's not a tool you should be using for analytics. I'm just giving this as an example. If you don't know the tools, and what we're hearing with AI is nobody knows exactly what it's doing. Let me repeat, nobody knows exactly what it's doing. So I'll use the phrase, it could possibly be worse than Excel. Now we get into some things that are quite disturbing, and that has to do with, once again, the sampling data and in this case, minority individuals, in this case, uh, African-American people uh, that, that are now being, uh, I think, penalized because the healthcare algorithms don't have as much data on African-American people as they do whites, for example. And, of course, other minorities would be in that uh, you know, same situation. And so what happens, of course, when you have a a sample size that doesn't take into account things when you're actually using these algorithms and not tagging the data in the right way for these types of understandings, uh, you get some uh, kind of uh, horrible, horrible situations there. Uh, and uh, essentially what was happening uh, was for some of these high-risk programs that people were getting, like to get into, uh, African-Americans were, were not... Uh, uh, part of this because they weren't in that sample size uh, the right way. So this is actually penalizing people's lives that are there. Uh, 
one of the more disturbing things, and I have to credit uh, Microsoft on this one, was Microsoft in 2016 uh, had a tool uh, that they were using. It was called Tay or Tai. I'm sorry, T A Y. And to summarize this really, really offensive piece of software, uh, it was just spewing racial tweets all the time in, in this particular thing. And uh, to Microsoft's credit, uh, they quickly saw what was going on and uh, basically shut it down. Uh, it was just absolutely, I'll use the phrase, not fixable. Uh, and uh, it was all sorts of things that were happening with this tool. Once again, data sources weren't known, traceability, transparency, provenance of the information. Uh, it, just got, it just got crazy. Amazon course, everybody knows who they are, decided to use AI for a recruitment tool. And guess what the recruitment tool did? It only recommended men. I'm going to use a scientific phrase here. Duh, once again, sample size uh, gave that particular uh, group of people, white males, with all due respect to uh, trying to be politically correct as I am, not because I want to be politically correct, because it's important to be politically correct. The data doesn't represent accurately what is going on. And then finally, one from years ago that really caused a big stir was uh, the French department store, store called Target. I'm just joking a little bit, Target department store. Of course, that one was where uh, algorithms were predicting certain things. In this case, this young teenage girl um, was pregnant, and uh, some information got to her parents through target advertisements and recommendations, and they didn't recognize that their daughter was pregnant. And uh, not only privacy issues there, but invasiveness. And how did they get this information, and where did they come from? And, and all sorts of questions that were raised by this. So those were the eight that were published. And as I mentioned, I want to give you a ninth. Ladies and gentlemen, what is the theme that you're seeing in all of this? Garbage in, garbage out. The fuel for AI engines is data. Unknown data sources, mixed data sources, without pedigree, without understanding where it came from and what it was used for, you can't reverse engineer data that wasn't engineered in the first place. This is fundamental. If you, can, if you don't forward engineer data, you can't reverse engineer it and use it with, on something else. This is data processing 101 that's being violated, and yet we keep going here. And that's why we're recommending what we call EAI, Enterprise Artificial Intelligence, where these engines are used, but the data is your enterprise data that it's being trained on, not the general sewage that's out on the internet unfortunately well maybe it's not sewage maybe it's something even worse maybe it's sludge but it isn't any good on that happy note these are great engines processing engines the issue is data until next time stay healthy stay well and don't be fooled thank you for tuning into real talk be sure to join your host, Sam Holzman, again for another edition of our program. We'll have more real topics of discussion then.